Hello there. Welcome to the Team Building Show for Canadians. I'm your host, Danny McKay. Uh, here at the Team Building Show, it's our mission to create high-level conversations, give you actionable concepts for you to go and implement in your real estate business right away. And uh, before we dive in here and get going with our great guest we have standing by, I wanted to just remind everyone, go check out our website, teambuildingshow.ca. And if you're uh, if you're watching it, it's not up yet. I mean, we're on episode four, so it's about to be up and uh, we'll have a bunch of our audio uh, shows on there that you'll be able to jump on and uh, watch or listen to anytime you want. Um, also, be able to subscribe to our list there so you don't miss out on an episode and you'll also get access to whatever else we're rolling out content wise and uh, and all that stuff as the show grows. Um, like our Facebook page, if you're watching or listening, go check that out, Team Building Show for Canadians on Facebook, and you can uh, subscribe there, like it, so you never miss a show that way, um, as well as on YouTube, uh, iTunes, wherever you're listening to your podcast uh, shows, you can go check that out there as well. So go uh, like or subscribe wherever you can, leave us a review, make some comments, uh, ask for some uh, some specific guests you might want or specific questions you want answered, uh, feel free to jump on and uh Join in the fun there and let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear that as we uh, continue to build out this show. Um, today on the show, we've got Ben Oosterveld. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Good to be here. Awesome. So a uh, lot of stuff to get into, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some fun here. And um, yeah, I really just want to, why don't we start out with, let's get a bit of background on you, uh, Ben, where you've come from and how you got into uh, where you are today, growing and building your team uh, in real estate. For sure. Just from the top level, we got to I think six agents, uh, admin, uh, got our own office and running out of Alberta and short park really is our location, but Edmonton, but, uh, the original start was I didn't start as an agent. Uh, I started as a business coach and a real estate investor before that. So, uh, as a, as a business coach, I started coaching real estate agents. I was coaching energy companies. I was coaching videographers. I was coaching everyone. And I really niched down into a market where, to be honest with you, I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder because I dealt with a lot of real estate agents. One time I bought a 12 condo units and from a, from a developer that was kind of in trouble. We had a real estate agent use. I think we made about, she made about a hundred grand. She might even be watching this someday. Might be something to think about, but she made about a hundred thousand dollars in like two weeks, and I didn't even get a thank you card. Like I don't need to be wined and dined. I really don't care. But I just couldn't believe that there was no like a trip to freaking Disneyland or do something. Like I just made you a hundred grand, and, and like I said, it's not that I she owed me. It was just a a real look into the customer service of this whole business. So I had a chip on my shoulder, but I started coaching real estate agents and they started truly like exploding. Like, and I was like, okay, so I niched out and I thought, what would, wouldn't it be cool if you had a coach starting from the very beginning? And I thought, okay, so I got 12 real estate agents to kind of, I don't know how the heck I convinced them. I'm like, look, I've never done real estate before. I wanted to coach you on how to start. And so I got 12 people and I started and I did things way differently. No, I didn't waste time doing a business card. Didn't waste time doing a website. Had no social media presence. Those are the biggest time sucks that people go and sit behind when they start. I just thought, how do I get in front of people and how do I blow their mind? So long story short, came rookie of the year, made almost a half million bucks my first year. Sold like, I don't know, 80 properties. Next year, it was like 600,000. And so it was like a million bucks my first uh, year and a half. But the thing is, I, the day I started, I knew I was a businessman. I was an agent. So I put a, I put a, an assistant on, on, like I started paying for an assistant within the first month. I didn't even have a sale. And I put an assistant together, knew I was building a team. So 
that's kind of that's kind of the origin story. Uh, we've we've hit all kinds of marks. We've actually removed ourselves from all awards because uh, we really don't just make money the goal. Money is a tool. We just got to figure out why we want to make money. That's on our team. It's a cultural move. We're not uh, the traditional team out there. So we're there to build a life paid for by real estate. We could care less how many deals and how much money the actual numbers are. So just a bit of a cultural shot there. Cool. You don't like the uh, double, triple platinum gold uh, awards hanging up in the office? <laughs> if, and, uh, here's the off. thing. If they were real awards, like let's get this straight. Like I put a video out and it kind of got it only 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 place it pissed people off was the brokers because I said you, real estate agents are being fooled because if you're a business owner, you don't celebrate gross revenue. Right. You never do. It's like if you go and watch Shark Tank or or Dragon's Den and the guy walks up, goes, yeah, I made a million dollars. And they look at them and go, no, no. What's your net? And they're like 80 grand. Like, yeah. oh, you're an idiot. Like, it's almost like an amateur hour. It fools people. And it's like, what if we were all to put our net profit and then let's get awards on our net profit? So if I spend a million dollars for the people who don't understand, a million dollars I spend on marketing and I make a million that's a diamond award with Remax, and you're looked on as a god. You'll get on every show. You'll be on every single stage. They'll fly you to Vegas, and you made nothing. Yeah, what's so the margin? Reward, right, the awards are not real to me. So the hard mm. part is, like, I get it. I like winning, too, and I like winning. We've won lots of awards, but we have to really understand that the awards are meaningless, and they're not business-minded. They're, they're just there to brag about, mostly to your friends. Most of your friends. Yeah, exactly. It's, I get it too. I get it. It's a kind of, you know, it's the competitive side of the sales business and all that. And yeah, it's, it's, sales. it's a sales it's, thing. It's part of it. That's fun, I guess, but it's also, I a hundred percent agree. What, what's yeah. the net margin look just like? Know, just business? know what it is. And then if you want to go after it, we, we can, it's a fun game, but it's just really know that that is not how you build a business. It's definitely the, it's definitely a, a, a one motivator, but just realize it's empty. And that's the hard part, right? Because the people, there's a cost to marriages. There's a cost to relationships. There's a cost to missing your son's hockey games and all these things. Because this this motivating factor, sometimes it just understand that it's a game. It's not it, like real, real success is not in the gross revenue. And so, I mean, I admire that you're, you know, business-minded real estate uh, owner, real estate agent business owner, um, yeah. which is kind of unique, I would say. I mean, I I, I would say I'm more on that side as well, uh, probably based on the track history and stuff. I, I grew up mostly in the investment world too, and we have a more of an investment-minded approach to it. So I think that yeah. certainly helps a lot, and especially in the team building side of things, you're able to look at it as a business and not just a, hey, let's let's go let's together go get those awards and uh you know get all over all over the media outlets and all that stuff totally. so i think that that creates a great uh, uh platform for this conversation because you're gonna have a definitely a different approach than most uh sales would which <laughs> yeah. is a great thing because this is probably how more more people should be thinking about real estate businesses like let's just let's just make it so simple watch this hey do you want to start a business we're gonna do a restaurant okay oh i'm gonna start it on my own so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do the cooking and then i'm gonna clean i'm gonna do the serving I'm going to do the bookkeeping. I'm going to close up at night. Okay. We're going to do the parking lot cleanup when it snows and the dirty. I'm going to do it all. You would look at me like an idiot. Like <laughs> you're, you literally are going to fail. And if you succeed, you will be alone the rest of your life. And that's what real estate is to me. I look at everyone and they're just like, yep, going to do it all. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, are you like, you don't understand real estate is the hardest coaching I've ever had to do it. Every other business has been so easy to just make them pop. This is because you need to be marketing all the time. 
You need to have a long game customer service all the time. You got to do compliance. You got to do, you got to do payroll. You got to pay your tax. There's so many different elements as a real estate agent and nobody is saying it's a business. They're like, yeah, that's my job. I'm like, well, that's why you fail. That's why you have feast and famine because you get like 20 deals and you can't service them. You burn out and then you got a real grind again. And that's why most things are being sold out there to real estate agents on how to find clients. And that's not the answer. It's how to keep them for the rest of your life. And if you're thinking like that, then you have to be a business owner because you need systems to keep a relationship going for the rest of your life. Most people are just looking for the next deal. Awesome. Well said. Well said. So um, what what was your like, let's dive a little deeper on the mindset you had coming in because you you said bad experience with a couple of agents in the past. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, yeah. There's there's some great agents out there. There's a Lots probably a lot more of a probably a lot more of a, the not so great. Um, but regardless, there's um, there's a, there was an opportunity there, I guess you found in, in terms of like servicing the clients better, servicing uh, the world better in that sense. What was the what was the excitement about that getting in and, and how come you were, you know, when you came in with that business minded approach, was there just a big opening, a big gap there that you saw and you wanted to kind of. When I started, I thought this was going to be the easiest thing I've ever done. The reason why is this, okay? So when people would, I would close a deal with someone as an investor, like I'd have investors and all, I had like 61 properties at one point, a bunch of investors. And so I was doing a lot of real estate and we're talking nobody. Like we're talking four different cities, all the different real estate agents I used. Lots of guys were good guys and hardworking and professional, but that's the very minimum. Like at that, what, what made me say, holy shit, this guy's the best guy ever. And we're not focusing on how to do that. So my whole thinking, and this wasn't a, a, a space in real estate. This just, I'm just screwed up in the head a little bit. And I, I think differently maybe. And, and what I'm, what I realized is the, when I coached, I never thought of branding as let's say you holding a dog or you're the guy with a cowboy hat, or you're the guy with a great social, like what branding is to me is the conversation that happens behind my back. And I knew this game sucks to start. There's nothing good about sales. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a good guy. Trust me. You don't know me. Oh yeah. So I got to prove myself, do the dance, trying to get you to trust me. And then finally we can do business. That process sucks. So I want to get through that as fast as I can as an agent. So I thought, What's the easiest business I could build? It's a referral-based business, which is great to say. Everyone's like, oh, referrals, yeah. But really, a referral is the conversation that's happening behind your back. So I thought, what could I do in my business that gets people talking about me in a way where like, unfortunately, this is what I said. I never actually taught people this, but I said, how could I get someone to say, holy shit, can I swear, can I say shit? Because I just did. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Have you heard of this Ben guy? You need to fire your real estate agent and hire him. Like I never wanted to teach people how to be fired. That's just to be make sure I'm clear. But what activity could you do to blow their mind so freaking big that they literally run around and say, you need to fire. And that ha- what's exactly what happened my first year. Three agents got fired. One lady paid $1,500 to leave her buyer's brokerage to hire me. She told me after she did it. I wasn't actually teaching anyone how to do this. But when, you, when you're thoughtful, extremely thoughtful. So when you meet someone at a house, I'll go super practical, Sandy, meet someone at a house. Okay. The only mission I'm trying to figure out is what makes them tick. I'm not, Hey, this is a beautiful bathroom, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like dumping all over them talking. When I go, what makes you happy? Kind of figure it out. Maybe they collected sports cards. Maybe they're a golfer. Maybe there's something in that conversation that you can find that can emotionally connect you. And that's what's missing. So whenever I met anyone, 
let's just pretend I found a guy that loved 1990 football cards because I actively was trying to ask questions about what they loved. Think about your actual sales experience when you're like, hey, what do you do for a living? Sandy, what do you do for fun? No way. Awesome. You see some toys. Oh, did you play with toys? Like you'll use the house to try to find out who they are. No one obsesses. They always say, what you got to do is you got to show them the bathroom. And then you guys like, no one cares about that. Let's make them like you and go have a good experience with you. So let's say you like 1990 sports cards. So guess what? I find that out. We booked the next showing and I'm like, hey, I would just happen to be, well, he doesn't even know I spent 45 hours trying to find the right thing, the right sports card. And I just make it a nonchalant. You know what? I was just at the sports card shop with my kid just happened to me. And I remembered you love these. So I bought you an old vintage pack in 1990. You can open the packs yourself. What would he say? It's game over. It's He's going to go, over, holy yeah. shit, this is the best agent you've ever seen in your life. And he has never actually experienced real estate with me. So it's the absolute hack, which is emotional connection and extreme thoughtfulness. And if you can keep layering this in all the way through, you will have a massive, massive ref uh, referral base. I haven't sold real estate really in two years. Okay. I haven't like, but my team, I'm still giving referrals on a weekly on a monthly basis to my team from the base. So the, the problem is people just want to get deals. I think keep your clients for the rest of your life. Even if it's a slow start, never lose a client. That's the obsession. And you do that through emotional connection. Awesome. That's amazing advice right away there. Now, do you do you work with, um, you came up kind of in the investment world of real estate. Do you still, was that a big part of your clientele early on? Or was it more just the residential buyer seller typical? No, uh, not, not. I stayed away from it because they're a pain in the ass. It's, that's just the raw <laughs> truth, man. You get the, they love, because the thing is I was, I would shop anywhere. And if an agent had a deal for me, I'd buy. So my loyalty, even though I'm a good guy and I'm super loyal as an investor, the, the emotional connection is not as much needed. It's just like, give me the deal and I'll buy. I've got real estate, they're probably watching this, investors that have done eight, 10 deals with our team that do deals with other people as well. That's the problem with, yeah. with if you want to build a referral-based business. So investors, you get the right one. It is a wine and dine. And because the thing is, it, they're going to be like, look, it's not personal, but I found another deal. He brought it to me. It's got like 110% ROI. What do I do? So investors are like, I was a little bit like that, right? Like I'd find the deals, put offers on properties. I don't care if they, if it wastes people's time. So there's this energy around and I was good investor. There's a lot of bad investors out there that don't have money. And so, so I chose not to go that way. I chose to go with humans and yes, we deal with investors. Yes. It's a strong background, but it's definitely not uh, the, we could have, like we could have built a big whole brand on it, but I love the connection and the referral base based on the emotional connection versus ROI. ROI is, a, ROI is not, it doesn't have the sticking power as this guy was extremely thoughtful and he cares about me versus well, this guy made me money. Yeah, way more emotion on on that on the other side of it, and uh, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, st yeah sticking power exactly. That's it. The investor one. Yeah, yeah. we do with a lot right. of investors too, and it's a, we've we've transitioned to a lot more residential, which is kind of exciting. Both parts are fun, depending on what you know what side of the yeah, game. Yeah, it's you good. Like, like it's you know. it's just understanding what it is, right? There's just a choice. It's, I've got, I coach guy. I I got coaches. I'm a guy that I'm coaching in in my world, and he's a he focuses on real estate investing, and it's really cool. Like it's how he's doing it. He does the educational. He does the drip campaigns. He's constantly just adding value to investors. But what what's cool is after working with me, he's brought in such an emotional side of it where there's been tears in showings with investors. So he is crossing it over and it's really now it is getting sticking power. So it's kind of neat to see. It's one of the first times I've seen it really get emotional. 
and the investors are now finding a friend, finding a, a, a loyalty with this guy. So it's, it's neat to see. So uh, what's your, your business look like over the years? So how, when did you start the team and like, where, uh, how long have you been? It's been five years? Give or yeah, 2012, I got my license. I didn't really okay. get going until 2013. Uh, I had within the first year, I had people working for me right away. Like there's just yeah. like Sandy, let's just, let's just do this. I'm going to leave a lot of value here. I'm just trying to give as much as I can. So people actually watch this and actually take away stuff. A lot of people just want to talk about, you got to be professional and what you got to do is have team meetings every Monday. Like all that stuff's great. And I can tell, I can share that, but let's leave some value for people that actually say, I watched the team building show and I instantly started getting return. That's what I, I think about. I think about this. Let's talk about hiring. Okay. Just really quickly. This is one of the most, one of the most personal growth triggers I've ever seen. And that's more what I do is the human development versus just business development. Cause if I say hire an assistant, instant objections. Like I don't have enough deals. What do I tell them to do? Yeah. You're going to have to be accountable to your business. Yes. You know, when you wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning and your assistant's ready to go at nine. Yeah. It's kind of an accountability partner built in. You're going to be exposed. Plus you're a control freak. Okay, great. You're probably going to burn that one out too. Your expectations are so bloody high. No one can do it as good as you. Yes, 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 yes. Personal growth is hiring an assistant, but anyways, change the game because hiring an assistant is way, way too hard. It's just way too hard because you think all those things, you got to go do personal growth to actually hire. So here's the hack. Pick one project in your business to get, this is the first step in becoming a business owner. Like for example, feedback, for example, showings, booking showings, submitting paperwork to your office. How about managing your list? Just every once a day, she goes through your list, make sure it's there. Like there's pick one project and hire for one to two hours a week. So we're talking a few hundred dollars, but you need to get into the mindset that you have to understand and experience what it is to have people work for you and you will never go back. So start really small, put a $200 budget. So what I like to do is I take a look at the gross revenue and I go about 10% of that goes to an assistant. So if you're making $10,000, what, what's the 10, what's a thousand, what's 10%, thousand bucks. So yeah, if you make a hundred grand, 10,000 bucks, go, go to assistant. Or whatever, like it's kind of something to use. Make two hundred grand, you know, twenty grand goes to the assistant. Good starting I, point. Good starting point. Yeah, just a starting point. But just hire on a project based, not on a employee or contract based. That's just a bit subtle tip that so people can actually start moving toward actually getting to become a business owner. Yeah, I think people don't. Under, it's hard to go from you know zero to a thousand uh, super quick. That's right. right. Like get get a little right. feel of it. You all of a sudden because I, I don't I can't yeah lean into fathom, it. I can't fathom someone getting a little taste of that and not wanting to go deeper on it. I, I'm sure there are people out there like that. But I mean, if you've got any sense of or, or vision or, or hope that you're going to grow something, I mean, you have to start to get go down the road somewhere. Well, if you want a life though, like the problem is, Sandy, that people think that they're there to make money, but they're forgetting that they need to build a life. And so this is the other thing is when you have a real estate business, if your only goal is to hit deals, you're it's going to be empty and it'll cost you relationships. Why don't you step back one more time? Like Sandy, you're going to hear hundreds of different people talk business planning. It's really smart for brokerages now. This will be something they want. It'll always bring in a crowd. All the coaches are going to be like business planning. You'll see all the ads coming. It's yeah. the algorithm of the day. And I think it's bullshit because they don't ask the right question. What they say is, how many deals do you want to do? Let's create a plan. Let's do goals, break down the goals, blah, 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 blah. And this is how many calls you got to do to make money. It's all the same stuff. How about this? What kind of life do you want? What's it going to cost? Mm -hmm. First, that question's never asked. Like, what is the, why do you need money? Maybe it's 300 grand when you're shooting for a $500,000 goal, but 300 grand actually gets you the life you want. Where's that conversation before we business plan? 
before we chase the money, what the hell do we want the money for is almost like this black hole. There's nothing out there that's talking about like, yeah, I made uh, $10 million. Awesome. What'd you spend it on? Well, I guess I'll buy a rental property and a vacation home and an RV. Yeah, maybe one for my parents. That's because you have no freaking clue what you want. That question is, what do you want? Has to be the first question. Then let's go build a team. Like, why do you even want a team? Some yeah, people I don't even need a team or shouldn't have a you team. You don't. Right? Like, it's yeah. because, like, ask the question. Once you figure out why, then it's really motivating to build a business. But if you don't have a why, it's a grind and you're shooting in the dark. You're like a shotgun just hoping to hit something. I guess I'm going to grow. It's just one of those things. I've done it the hard way before. I've built and it's almost cost me my marriage. I've chased the deals. And, and at the end of the day, I've had millions of dollars and I've been absolutely miserable. And I just, I just wish someone would just know that feeling and then go back to the start and be like, okay, what do I want? Like I want to be an assistant coach to my son's hockey team. I want to have my, I want to walk into my house and my kids run to me and say, daddy, daddy, I want my wife to be freaking into me. Like that's really the win. I want to do adventures. I take people on retreats. I help them get over their minds. I help people get out of their own way. I've won the game. So what's it cost? It doesn't cost that much. Like that's what I mean. Right? So anyways, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but, but I think it's really important, especially in this industry where we focus on deals. Well, I think a lot of, I mean, I think it's super important. I think obviously a lot of people don't spend time on that. How do you, some people, definitely there's people building teams for no real reason at all, just to get that award, like you said earlier. Yeah. And um, and not really, there's no passion or why behind. I think that's how you build camaraderie and loyalty around your team members as well, is, is having that powerful why that, that everyone kind of groups around and, and, and strives 100%. for, right? So how do you, a lot of people I think struggle with that. Any advice around figuring out what that looks like because i think a lot of people yeah. might just pick oh that my buddy wants to do this that sounds cool i'll do that too that's how do you right. dive deeper on like really your own personal version of that how does that come about or how do you you know what that? that's literally what i help people with and it takes a bit of time i think start the question start the question what makes you happy so one a really good exercise is my mentor taught me and i actually teach everyone else the same thing it's give me the five happiest days of your life let's start there for me i couldn't figure it out because i made happiness so fucking hard to get that I only was happy five times in my life. And that's when I'm number one. And I didn't realize that happiness is every single day. I can be happy all the time. It's an internal game. We have so much conditions on trying to be happy. So let's start with what are you, why are you like, let's get happy. Okay. Let's once, maybe you're unhappy and that's why this entire life is just busy and like want to figure out what you like. So I like traveling. I like adventure, but I deep down, like I lived in, I was in rehab for 365 days. I came out of rehab at 18 years old and I just dreamed if I had a woman to love me and have kids. And it's weird because when I was about to get divorced years later, cause I was chasing money. My wife goes, I, I go, I was doing this all for you. I was doing this all for you, all this money and all this stuff I'm doing. She goes, no, she goes, I, I didn't want any of that. And I would realize, and that's where I really pulled back on social media. I pulled back on my life and I sat back and I really checked in. So I hope that no one has to go through that to really learn that. I think we need to be really proactive. And I realized I had already won the game. I had a wife that was into me and kids that were into me. The very thing I wanted, I was wrecking. And that's that shaped me. So for me, that's very motivating. And that helps me anchor down to what I do in this life. Now I want to impact people, but at the end of the day, I could literally go back to the street, live on the street. As long as my wife and kids were with me, I would literally be happy. So it's weird. It's not like I don't have this dream to be massively famous. I probably will be, but I don't need it. It's so so that where do you start? Find out what makes you happy. And, and, and that's the deeper dive. That's the from within. Everything I do is from within. Because the thing is, when you get there and you're not happy, like if you have a destination that thinks you're going to be happy, that's bullshit. 
Because if you're not happy today, if you're not living the life, there's my wife right there. If, 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 if you're not happy today, you're not going to be happy when you have what you think you want. And so how do you, uh, I'm guessing you must have these conversations with your team members. I'm guessing that's part of the, maybe the onboarding or the getting to know each other phase at the beginning. You know, what does that look like typically when you're getting, so, getting to know someone so, onboarding, hiring, like, did you dive deep on this stuff with them? You know what? I'd really, uh, I really let them be who they are. Truthfully, they know who I am. And when someone, the thing is you can't coach someone that doesn't want to go deep. Okay. My team knows who I am. They get this every, all the time. The thing is though, even in life and with all the people I work with, the people that want to go deep, I'm in. The people that want to go 20% deep, I'm in. I really let people grow. I challenge them. I definitely challenge them. I definitely, definitely challenge insecurities. I, I really want them to be themselves. I, it's an independent style team and they can be themselves. And that's even how I built my team is that I'm never on the sign. So I, my, my whole thing, here's some practical team stuff for your audience, is I've envisioned a team where I would just be the second agent and their names are on it. Boom, Adam Benke, you know, Kieran Reeves, like all these people. And I'm the, I don't even have my name. It's Team Osterville. So I let them build their own brand on top of my brand. I let them have their own client base. If they leave, take all the clients. I don't care, but they don't leave. They don't. And there's a sticking power because they know deep down, I desperately care for people and I'm there to help them. I'm really good at my coaching. Obviously that's probably a big part of it too. But the thing is, the thing is I don't go crazy deep on the real estate team as much as I go with my own personal clients because it's a different, it's a different thing. They're there to sell real estate. They're there, but our motto is what we do is this. I say, you're here to build a life. You have mandatory holidays. And when you go on holidays, we're taking care of your business. We're going to make you money while you're gone. That's my team. What you're going to do is that we, there's no such thing as burnout. And yes, you may not make as much money and I might not make as much money, but we're the most happy, uh, su uh, successful in life team. It's way different than anyone else. So build a culture around being happy, being a culture around building a life you love versus versus building on like, I just want everyone to have 20 deals. Who fucking cares if like, it doesn't matter to me. So I'm, I might be way out in left field compared to other guys, but culture is this absolute conviction to building a life you love. That's what we have. So, so that's the conversation. That's where we go deep. Kieran just took 30 days off on my team. 30 days. She's two and a half years in the business. She went away for 30 days and enjoyed a holiday. Now she's back grinding again. That's what we want to offer. We have massive administrative support. We don't be like, I got lead gen on the side with 15, 20 deals out of the 130 we've done last year. But like at the end of the day, it's find a client, blow their freaking minds, keep them for the rest of your life. And then guess what? If you do enough deals, you'll have enough referrals coming in to have an amazing life. Awesome. And then how does that, uh, so accountability wise, what does that look like? Is that, is that yeah. a, obviously you're not holding accountable to necessarily to, Hey, like are you holding them accountable to a you number? Make your, you make your are calls you today like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's that look like in your team? Cause that, I mean, I'm guessing that looks a lot different than the, you know, yeah. what, what most people well, might okay, put, uh, it, put it this way. I was a national about. coach for a door knocking business. I, 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 I coached in Edmonton, Calgary, Montreal before I was even an agent before I even coached agents. So I understand sales big time. I'm sales trained, hardcore ring, the freaking bell boiler room bullshit. I know that stuff. So good. I can close a mother effing deal like anybody, but that is not how you build a culture. And today that's dead. 
And if we want to do that, I'm telling you, you go meet someone like that. There's no connection. Life and business is all about connection and especially real estate. It's long game. And most people are playing the short game. It's literally the wrong game they're playing. They'll just never, ever actually get traction. So accountability is this Fridays. We meet if you don't, if you got deals to do, that's totally fine. We're not keeping an attendance. Like if you don't want to be on the team, leave. If you want to be in the team, jump in. And, and so you find the right people that want to be a part of the culture. And so that hasn't been hard. I've never once recruited a team member in my entire life. They've always come to me because I believe if you're that good, if you really are good, you will affect, you will attract your tribe. And I really believe, so I'm not here to be like, have a mega team. I don't even care if it's six, two, one, seven, eight. I don't care. I want the right, right people. So Fridays we meet. And then uh, I've just now implemented something for the very first time is once a month, three hours. And then I bring in lunch. And it's it's follow-up, birthday messages, phone, 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 but it's not grinder lead calls. It's about taking once a month because the number one tragedy of loss of business is follow-up in this business. Sandy, you've been a real estate. How long have you been a real estate agent? Six and a half. Six and a half okay, let's go, let's go the last year. Let's play the game. You're probably smart enough to figure out what I'm about to say, but let's, let's say how many, how many deals... Last year, do you think, because of a lack of follow up, you missed uh, about as much as we as much as we did? Probably about as many as we did. Pretty okay, let's just it. say let's just say ten. <laughs> At least ten. Hey, it's usually a hell of a lot. At more. least ten. Yeah. Hey, so watch the amount of effort we put into growing our business, systems and marketing and branding, and social media and lead gen, and we just obsess about everything except follow up. And so mm -hmm. watch this. How many? What's your average sale? Uh, 500k. Okay. So let's, so what's your, sorry, what's your average commission? My commission. Let's just say to, uh, 11k. 11. So it's $110,000 lost. Imagine this. Yeah. Hey, Sandy, I'm going to, uh, please hire me as a coach. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to get you $110,000 this year. Yeah. Well, how are you going to do that? I'm like, you're going to hire someone for $15 an hour to remind you to follow up every day and manage your list. For $15. So for your two or $3,000 investment, I can get you a hundred grand, probably 200 Sandy. Because yep. imagine you're driving home. Hey, uh, Sandy, any deals come in? Yeah, I met this guy at the grocery store. Here's his number. Here's his name. Put him in my list. Two seconds. Three days later. Hey, you want to call John from the grocery store? Yeah, thanks. On the way home. Hey, John, how you doing? Imagine just that. Just mm -hmm. that alone. See, we let's let's look at the business and let's this is the, the, the path least of least resistance. Or I guess you could do a big company-wide event that costs you $50,000 and all this time to build it. Why don't you just pay $15 a day and just have someone remind you to follow up? So I'm a little bit different. So we're bringing that kind of concept once a month. Let's So that's 12 times a year on my team. We're going to get together and we're just going to have an awesome lunch, but we're going to sit there and we're going to do birthday wishes. We're going to just talk to our clients. We're just going to do it once a month because consistency is hard. So we're going to kind of do it like a, you know, like a hit the gym and crush the weight in a way. I find we're going to do that for 12 times, but I'll try things and test things. So that's, that's where I think follow-up is a huge loss of revenue. We want to shore that up. Yeah. Any version of helping with follow-up is huge and and it, it's not expensive you're right it can be very very <laughs> cost effective yeah it's but it's people don't really exactly love doing it either i think that's part of well, it right the, so the, getting that no, consistency but the only the only reason they love doing it is because they're lead gen calls 
That's right. Yeah. They're bullshit calls. I, uh, I hooked you into my, uh, my member when I told you I was going to give you a price on your house within three seconds. Yeah, that's me, but we can't really do that. Can I book an appointment to come? Are you for <laughs> real? Screw you. How about this? Hey, uh, I know you wanted to see that property. The only way that you could see it is to put your name in there. But now that I got you, like, really? No wonder you hate it. How about this? Hey, John, nice to see you. It's been a couple of years since we did any business. Just want to say hi. How's your wife? It's, it's the back end calls that matter, not the front end calls. That's why people struggle with follow up. But what about a birthday wish? Like, let's just sit down and crush birthday wishes. Let's look online and find out what they're up to. Maybe there was a, a newborn baby. Hey, hey, Susie, I saw you had a baby. Just, man, I saw it on social. Just wanted to say hi. Send a video message. Imagine that. You'll, you'll, you'll build relationships, not sales. So when I start in the business, I say, don't go after the sale. Go after the referral day one. Your whole behavior changes. I like that. That's a good one. I don't know if I've heard that one before. Go after the referral from day one. Yeah, I made awesome. it up. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I mean, you're sounds like you're really digging for the for the referral. You're digging for the what's going to be sticky there. What's going to yeah. what's going to be, you know, what are they interested in? That's what a business does. That? A yeah. business has client retention. Yeah. Where's client? Like, are we even? That's why, if you're a businessman, you're gonna look at how long can I keep my client, how many deals can I get, how many repeat business. Imagine, imagine a hundred. Let's say you had a thousand deals. Someone, let's say within ten to twenty years, you had a thousand deals. If one percent refers you, what are you getting? We've tried this math before. It's tough, but yeah, I know. know I'm just saying you could probably have a business with twenty deals a year minimum without even doing anything. Yeah. So yeah. that's, and think about, I just coached a guy 30 years in the business. He's still doing lead gen calls 30 years. And and it's, he, and he's made, I don't know, half a million bucks already this year. And I'm like, how's your long game? There's just never been there. It's just this massive. You, so again, when I became an agent, I went, this is going to be easy. Cause there was a lot of these holes. Same thing as a coach. I'm like, uh, everyone's heading left. I'm like, this is really obvious. Like everyone's trying to sell the front loaded game because the coaches are trying to make money as well. The same people that built the real estate businesses say, I hate the grind. I'm going to teach this shit to someone else. And then they hate the grind. I'm like, what do you, like I came at it as a business coach from day one. I wasn't even an agent. I did it just to prove something. So I come at it a bit different. So I, I'm definitely not fitting everybody. That's for sure. But hey, I definitely no, believe in I mean, the long game. So what's the, uh, what's the, any really, really big failures that, that stand out in your mind in, uh, you know, the last seven odd years that you've been in real estate, anything really? that's, that, that's really affected you and been like, God, For I really, sure. really screwed that one up. Yeah. Like it, there's, there's marketing, there's, there's, there's hiring. So one time I missed something, a connection with my assistant. I missed it. Uh, I was, I was probably too stressed out. So my stress load and my insecurity still were there. And I think I, I, I asked her too much advice. Okay. And I built, I gave her an entitlement to my business and I didn't have a leadership. I wasn't confident as much as I am now. And what happened was she worked with me for two years and there was one time she, she wanted to get us. She was mad at me. She had a bit of a, she was mad at me and, and, and she, she, she got up and was going to walk out at that point. I should have said, see you later. Cause she had an attitude and I was like, see you later. I didn't. So I put myself in a weak position. I'm like, no, 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 let's work it out. I'm sorry. What did I do? And I, and you bet I'm, I'm going to be humble and I'm going to be learning. I'm going to be growing, but there's a place. And I realized what I, later on, what happened? She goes, I'm quitting. And you have two weeks to hire someone. It's a, it's an issue with my pregnancy. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought I had about, you know, three months. What happened was she ended up going to work with someone else. 
Then I, I was like hooped. I'm like, I got to hire quick. So I hired, fired, hired, fired. By the way, that's how you find talent. Hire, fire, hire, fire. There's no way to, I, and I've got a whole, I literally teach us how to hire, how to go through interview and advertising and all that stuff that there's a whole process there. But at the end of the day, I, a lady worked for me. Okay. She wasn't that good. I fired her. I now get a letter from that personal assistant that left me. And then they got together. They wrote uh, a letter and they, they went to human resources or whatever the workplace is. And they said, I fired her because she was pregnant mm. and it was complete crap. So I actually went through this whole process and I, I had to, I got bribed. I got, I got bullied into it. I had to pay them off or else I go to court and all that. So I paid them off. It was done. And it was, it was, it was mediated. That was a huge learning place there. Right. And the, there's, there's, there's many failures. I test, try, test, try. I don't, it's hard for me to think of failures because I literally, like, I want to fail 50,000 times. Like I don't, I like failures. Like, are you, I, I don't understand. Like I fall off a bike. I guess I failed, but I was learning how to ride a bike. I guess I failed there. I should, I probably could have had a better relationship. I go, I could, don't even see it as a failure. Like if, failure is weird. Like people that are like, Oh, how'd you fail? I'm like, like every day, like every day with my kids, every day at my, I, but, but it's, that's, that's, that's called evolution. Yeah. It's so right. I just have a completely different mindset around failure. Like I got lots. Like I, I, we did this poppy advertising. I, I sent out 10,000 things. It was a beautiful little card that said, um, we were, uh, thank you for the people's service, uh, where this poppy pride. And we give a poppy to 10,000 people. I had letters and letters of, of senior citizens mailing in me letters over and over again. So thankful. And guess what I did? Zero follow-up zero. It was the, it was rude. It was a waste of money. And, and I just, those are the things I remember that shaped me. I'm like, okay, that's not happening again. Obviously I need to, I needed more team. I was trying to do too much. So those are, those are the big ones, but the biggest failure is chasing the award and costing me my family almost. That's probably the biggest one that shaped me. So one more uh, follow up on that one. You said, you said you, you didn't have the leverage, I guess, in, in that poppy situation. Right. So yeah. I, because you're stressed too thin probably. And how, how do you know yeah. when to go to that next hire? How do you know when to bring on the next person? Is it just like you just sense it you need it? Or is there some sort of yeah. a process there? Or is it so to build a business? First of all, let's go back. Like I, I have a 12 week real estate boot camp. The very first lesson is not a real estate lesson. It's setting your compass because I can't make these decisions unless I know what I want. If I don't know what I want, we're going to just probably say, what's the most profitable way to do it? That's a very, very flawed question. It's going to take you into all kinds of directions because you're just going to chase money and that is empty. So the question is, uh, what do I want is this? It's like, okay, so then I can say if I want, what kind of life do I want? Then I can choose on my hiring plan. Then I can choose on my marketing plan. Does it serve my singular mission of what I want in life? And it's not totally clear. It's a target, but I'm getting closer to the bullseye. Like I know I want wife, I want kids, I want adventure, I want to impact people. I'm I'm a builder beyond builder. I love building business. And so this is kind of like those areas I'm okay. Yeah, it does align. Do I need to? So I think I think when it comes to making decisions, I, I my first thing is everyone needs to hire right the second. There's just not I don't care what I'd love to debate anyone on this. It's just I love that. I love I said ridiculous thing. Like are you It's so dumb because they're hiring people to put up their signs. Like they don't understand. Go put up your signs on your own. Go find something you're doing that you're that is automatic with real estates. And they're like, oh, I couldn't hire. I'm like, you're already hiring a sign guy. 
to pull up and pull down your signs. This is so you did hire. They're just the thinking is wrong. That's Some all. people aren't even doing that, but yeah, you're right. You, you got it. Like, or yeah. they're doing something. They're not literally printing their own business cards. Okay. Uh, some people might be doing that too, <laughs> which is ridiculous because it's $80. And yeah. anyways, so I would, I, I would hire. Now, if you want to build a team, I would set expectations. Here's the biggest problem. You want to join my team? I'm going to, I'm going to get you deals. Wrong way to, it's the most ridiculous, stressful thing. If that's your job, my job is this. You want to join an administrative, strong system driven business that you get to plug into. You get me as a coach. And by the way, you're going to have to grind it out to find deals. You want to join my team? Guess what? Slow expectation on deals, high expectation on service. So when they get here, like uh, I had, a, I had a girl just join my team and uh, she had, she brought, she got a listing and they get, we have deal flow emails. Okay. So it's like, now that you're listed, here's what happens. And that listing goes from our office on behalf of uh, my team. The next one, now that you're pending, here's what happens. Now that you're this on key release, this, these are just very basic system called our deal flow emails. And she gets those all done. How about feedback? When you join, you get a listing. By the way, you can list and sell. We don't believe in listing agents. We don't believe in buyer's agents. I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, hi, John, how you doing? I build a really great relationship with you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got to get a listing agent for you. What the fuck? They don't, they don't want a listing agent. They want the real estate agent. So I try to mentor everyone into being an agent. I don't believe. I think that that whole business was built from busy agents that, that didn't want to actually keep doing the business. <laughs> and they just, I just want to list. And that's why it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a model that works, just not the model I like. So I build that. So mm -hmm. when they get plugged into the team, she experienced that plugin. We have birthday systems. We have feedback systems. So within 24 hours of every single showing, my team member, my assistant says, hey, uh, how was the showing? Full written report that goes directly to the seller every single time. So when you come into my team, the administrative service to the, your clients is you, you can't compete. So the admin is the number one offering that we have. And then myself, the culture, the other team members. And by the way, we're going to teach you how to actually do the business and grind it out. You're going to be working hard. You're not getting any freebies, but then I'd probably give them freebies. <laughs> Just, yeah, the little bonuses here and there that come in. Yeah. And, like, here's um, the deal. This is my client habit. Thank you. So what's your, uh, what's your stuff? You've shared so much already. Thanks so much, Benny. You've been awesome. Sure, exciting. Sure. And I love the energy you're bringing it hard today. Which is awesome. <laughs> and, um, what's next for you then? What's next for the business? What's it look like in the next few years? What are you working on? Yeah. Um, this is the time I, I sit down and look at my vision and, and right now I'm looking at it. What do I want? And again, what does Ben want? And I, the business is there to serve me in, in then, but by me knowing that I want the business to serve my team. So, but first of all, what do I want? So I'm, I'm really, really growing very quickly right now in the, in the coaching world. So I've got my podcast agent from within podcast. I got from within, which is a total business, personal growth. I don't see myself as a, as a real estate coach. I just don't, I'm a human development coach, a business coach, just happen to be really good at building real estate businesses. And so my number one mission is to help people get themselves out of their own way. That's my heart beyond heart. So my real estate business, I've got, I've got a partner in place. I see him keep growing with me. I think that's going to be something that he's going to take more reins on, maybe more profit. Uh, I, I believe in growing this team. I think, I think, I think uh, the, there's a, the adding some like kind of like those monthly meetings and, and we're tweaking it as we go. And 
and we're always growing. I'd like to eliminate a little bit of the feast and famine. So like the fall and the Christmas markets, they change. I'd like to, I'd like to shore that up. I'd like to, I'd like to hack lead gen a little bit more. So I like the challenge of that. I think what I want to do is instead of just saying, you want to, you want to price on the house, I'm going to literally have a webinar that says, here's the, for new buyers, they, they can watch the webinar and they, or teach people how to sell their houses on their own literally full training for the society they can watch and it'll go viral because I'm literally trying to help people. Like, I think a lot of, a lot of stuff is all about the converting a sale. I just really want a long game impact. So I've got a lot of things always going and I'll always be testing and trying. Perfection is the enemy. Speed is everything. I will test and try. I will launch things before they're even close to ready. And I will, I will, I will, by the time someone competes with me, I've done four things. So speed is way faster. So where does Team Osterville grow? They're gonna keep. We're gonna keep growing. We're gonna keep. Uh, as soon as someone tries to copy us, we're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna uh, innovate every single time. I love it. We can't see us coming. I just have a fun. I like that we don't have any awards. We're some kind of crazy team that just shows up and drops the mic when find out that we're number one or whatever. That's fun. But, Stanley but, Cup, I don't want it. I don't I'm not even do yeah, that. We take <laughs> we take the award for the fun, but we know what it's yeah, worth. We know that it's yeah, more yeah. of a more of just a, an internal thing. I love the culture mm. we're building. Now, personally, personally, uh, I'm I've got this 12-week real estate reboot program. It is a personal growth business building real estate training course. And honestly, I've never been more proud. The results have just been absolutely outstanding. So that's eight people. I take them through a process, super small, because I believe this is the mission as an agent mission as any business is one person at a time, blow their mother freaking minds with results, with service, with thoughtfulness, with connection. Now that one person will turn to millions because they're never going to leave. And there, if you could just think about a hundred raving fans, Sandy, imagine a hundred people watching the team building show right now. I, like, not just like, yeah, it's good. What if it was like, holy shit, that's the best freaking podcast I've ever seen. In my, holy shit. hundred people doing that. You're game over. So we, we have to look at one person, two person, three person, four person, but how do we blow their minds? So the thing is, that's what's happening. And that's why I do the coaching, but I keep it a bit smaller. And one day you'd be like, oh man, that that's massive. Yeah, because every single person has had an amazing, amazing impact. So it's a little bit of a different model, but it works and it's long game. I play the same game in every single business. So I'm I'm growing that. But ultimately, I, I'm the assistant coach of my son's hockey team. Was on the ice last night. We got a game on the weekend. I yeah. can't wait to be on the bench helping those kids. Uh, that's a massive passion. I can't wait to put on the next retreat for my business from within group. That's a 12, 12 month one-on-one that's the only time you can get one-on-one with people we go personal growth is deep on that one that's where it's like if you really want personal growth that's where i have people that are not real estate agents in with my world there and so so i've kind of built it it's super fun i get everything is about impacting people and that's 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 the obsession but i'm ready to let go of it at any time if it costs me the things i love nice very well said i think that's uh Thank you for coming on because that's uh, that you're going to help us hit those hundred people that we need because you got awesome energy it. and awesome value out of it. So really, Love really that. appreciate it. Where do you uh, where do people find out more about all this stuff you're talking about? Because you got a lot of great events coming up, uh, retreats, etc. Where do people? Find yeah, out the retreats you can't really get into. It's always sold out. But that's that where it's business from within is the is the business coaching and it's more about the personal growth. Uh, uh, real estate. What's mine? Just give me a second. Let me look it up. But what's the, how do I, where's my, where's my funnel? Uh, what is it here? Realestatebootcamp.com. So realestatebootcamp.com. It's, it's, it's already sold out for November. We're going to put another one together for December. I'm already mentoring a couple of my guys that I've been mentoring for two years. They're going to come in and coach alongside me. 
Uh, we're not going to be making our decisions on how do we scale it to make the most money. We never, ever, ever will do that. We're going to scale it only on the rule that it impacts people. So that's that's there. But obviously, social media, I'm everywhere. So Ben Osterveld, you can find me everywhere. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh Amazing stuff, man. Amazing stuff. So happy to have you on here. Um, really, really think this one's going to be an exciting show for people to listen to and watch. And so honestly, really grateful to have you. It's been awesome. A um, couple hours behind us here. So I know you're up a little early for it, but it was exciting. I'm sure no, it's not no. early for you, but uh, no. yeah, super happy to have you on. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to him, obviously, you know, go do it. Go check out his stuff. Uh, he's all over the place. Realestatebootcamp.com. Check that out. And I uh, really want to, you know, really endorse what you're, what you're, what you're, what you're say- selling, I guess, or what you're t- talking about <laughs> yeah. here. It's exciting. Yeah. Thanks, man. And, thanks. Um, I love I your show you- though. I, I think the team building show is really great. I think it's a nice niche you picked. I think it's really cool. I think there's not enough training for real out there, to be honest with you. And I think there's yeah. a lot too much front loaded. I think that's really cool. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching. I'll also share this and, and, and uh, endorse everything you're doing too. I think it's really great. You seem like a really good guy. I don't know you that well, but I'm excited that we yeah. can start that relationship. Yeah, Ben. All right, man. Thanks. Well, Great stuff. Great stuff as always. If anyone wants to reach out to me, uh, my email is there, Sandy at McKayRealtyNetwork.com. Happy to uh, to uh, connect you with any of our guests or uh, to just share more about team building and uh, growth in the real estate world. So awesome show. Thanks, Ben. Uh, thanks for watching thanks, and tuning in, listening, and we'll talk to you next time.